So welcome back to another episode, my friends. I'm bringing you a bonus episode every Friday for the month of August and September. And so I'm introducing you every Friday to a new guest, a new individual um, that I got to interview uh, at the NHA conference. So I hope that you enjoy these conversations. They're very short and I hope that you enjoy. This is the Healthy Lifestyle Solutions Podcast, and I'm your host, Maya Acosta. If you're willing to go with me, together we can discover how simple lifestyle choices can help improve our quality of life and increase our longevity in a good way. Let's get started. Robin, I am so excited to connect with you. Yesterday, my husband and I, along with the group, we toured Vitamix, the headquarters, and we started first at Homestead, and then to the museum, and then to the final, is it like the corporate office? Mm -hmm. Okay. I would love for you to tell us about how you participated in creating some of the the museum and and really putting together the Homestead. And please tell us also, your fifth generation Vitamix family or Barnard family, how do you say it? Both, really. Both. Yeah. So, um, I'm fifth generation, so Papa Barnard was my great-great-grandfather. John Barnard's my grandfather. Um, and in regards to the homestead, I'm at that point in time, I was the company's archivist. And so I'm in charge of curating all of the corporate history as well as the family's history and making sure that our history and the artifacts that are involved with it are preserved. And so in line with our 100th anniversary coming up in 2021, we embarked on a project to create two museums. One was the Vitamix Museum, which focuses on the brand. And then we have the Barnard Homestead, which focuses on my family's history. Um, And through those projects, we also restored our most historic corporate buildings, as well as my family's home. So the house that my grandfather grew up in and then my great-grandparents built on the property when they first moved in 1942 was lovingly restored at that point in time. That is incredible. And that's the home that yes. we toured. So we had, uh, was it your sister, your one of your relatives that did the tour? My cousin, Amy. Your cousin, Amy gave us a tour. And so I was making my way through the house, just sort of imagining myself back in, did you say like 1948? So the company moved to the property in 1948. The home was kind of brought back to what it would have been in the 1950s when the last edition was put on in 1948 and kind of finalized at that point. Yeah, okay, wonderful. There I was going through, imagining myself back in time, fascinated by the whole aspect of how this has been sort of restored or preserved to give you that feeling of what your family lived. Uh, once the experience that they had and I saw an original or maybe an antique Vitamix in the kitchen area what year is that it's also 1950 or no so that one's a Vitamix 3600 and that came out in 1970 okay um, and it sold well into the 80s but the reason why that one's slightly off decade is that's the most iconic machine that the family remembers so all the fourth generation remembers homemade wheat bread in the Vitamix 3600 and homemade applesauce in the 3600 and that's the machine that grandma and grandpa used to them. Oh, so cool. Very nice. Tell me, I did ask you at lunch, but tell us about the experience of putting all of this together, going like through the archives, going through family history, putting everything together to create even the museum. What was that like for you? It was amazing. It was rewarding, honestly, having people go through it and just hearing all the positive commentary makes it worth so much more. Um, 
because I wasn't necessarily able, I had to do a lot of it remotely, so I wasn't able to be in the archives fully the whole time. I actually pulled my cousin in. So we have, you know, younger members of my generation even delving into the archives, discovering their history and their ancestry. Um, he's one of the ones who found Papa's mortuary school photo. And that's why we have it in the museum along with his embalmer's license and everything. And so it's just those little elements where it's really tying them back into their heritage and back into something that's much better. Yeah. Uh, at this particular uh, tour that we did of the home, uh, your grandfather was there, John, and is it Linda? What was your grandmother's name? I'm sorry. Linda. Linda. Okay, I did get it right. I heard the previous group say that they were there. Now, I got a little bit ahead of everyone else, and your grandmother said that that happens. There's always that one person, but I really wasn't intending to find them. I was intending to capture the space before the rest of the group joined. So there she was. She welcomed me. She said, hello there. And so I, I was also looking at the photographs. So there are plenty when we talk about, like, you wonder, what do you choose when you're creating this experience? So there were plenty of photographs of your grandfather at younger age. Uh, how you imagine you know he would have been at that time so were you part of selecting every detail of the homestead so every photograph I really made sure actually not to try to duplicate okay. as many as possible there right. are some of the most historic the over 100 year old photographs oh. you can't help but like okay <laughs> this one has to go here and in this other one but both museums for the most part have different and separate photos okay. that you won't see comparatively. Okay. And no, I, I wrote, helped write every word, helped gather all of the feedback and commentary and stories. I helped select every video. I start to finish curated it all, <laughs> even to the, the color of the wood and how the kitchen was laid out, just every bit. Yeah, you must be very proud of this project. Yes, I am. But it was also, especially in the homestead, you don't know if you have it right until the older generations walk in and they look at a cup and they go, I can taste how bad the water was because they had well water at the time. <laughs> or just all of a sudden they were getting visual flashbacks from their childhood, from growing up there, from all the family gatherings. And it was just so rewarding. Yeah, it's so funny. I was with my group and we're exploring every space and we see the restroom and there's a toilet. That restroom that's still in the home has always been a restroom. The okay. only thing that's missing is there used to be a shower in there that we removed okay. in order to make it ADA compliant. No one's going to take a shower there anymore. <laughs> um, but one of the other fun things that you may or may not have noticed is there's a little zebra in there. And that's because when we did the first unveiling to the family, one of the sixth generation members left their little toy in the bathroom. And so it kind of became a running joke for a little while, but then the team that helped us build the museum and created the labels and everything for us made a special one for us. So it's Zebby the Zebra. Oh, and we're pulling in the next generations and contrib contributing to our archive. That is beautiful. Oh my gosh, I bet it's in my video. I thought I saw it and, and wondered, wait, you know, what? <laughs> that is so cute. The homestead is not open to everyone. No. So tell, you know, for my listeners who are going to watch the video, uh, who is this available for? How often will you be able to offer tours? How will that work for, for the homestead itself? For the homestead itself, it's only really available to Barnard family members and their guests. 
um, Vitamix employees because we really think that's a key part of our training is understanding who these key characters are, understanding where the heart came from and the company grew out from. Um, but Vitamix may choose to open up for special events. Um, so that's something to look out for, but it's not going to have public hours at this point in time. Okay. All right. Now let's move on to the museum because I also took photos there and video. And I also posed at the kitchen where your great grandfather, Papa, mm -hmm. Papa would have been making videos. What was the experience like gathering all these appliances? Did people donate? Is this something that was already at the factory? How did that all work? So some of it we already had in the archive. Okay. Some of it, I will not lie, I'm not above Frankensteining in order to get the right like label and date era for some that I was very particular on. Some are trade-in machines that were really nice models that were coming back into the line. And when we spot those, usually our pre-con and our production folks are saying, hey, Robin, we have this really cool cookbook that's come in or this really nice 3600 that's come in from trade-ins. So they're pulling those aside for me. So those machines get used in a variety of different ways sometimes, um, or they'll get parted out to help other machines. Um, some I'm not above purchasing from eBay. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so I will sometimes within my job kind of scope eBay, search Vitamix, see what's available out there. And sometimes, I mean, I got a 1930s model off of eBay, like just last year, I think it was. Wow. So sometimes those hidden gems really like come out. Um, sometimes when employees are going to like thrift stores or Goodwills or something and they spot something really old that I might be interested in, they're yeah. texting me to let me know. <laughs> what a fun job to have in many ways. I mean, this is part of your family and the company that they created. Um, so Vitamix was one of the main sponsors of this uh, conference that we're at. So I did see them Thursday night. I think we said they had an entire table. And then when we were touring, we actually went to the corporate portion of it and had a smoothie there, but it's just fascinating. Um, who has access to the museum? Like, a, is it just employees, or uh, do you have regular tour, Vitamix tours? So we don't have regular tours at the moment. That is okay. something we're working on. Okay. Um, but I would say if somebody's interested in coming to the museums and seeing them, or they're in Ohio and visiting, send us an email. Um, and if we can accommodate, we'd be happy to, but we don't have like official open times or anything. We're kind of on request at the moment. Oh, very nice. So we're actually very lucky that we <laughs> had this tour. I could not have missed it. I mean, I made sure I was doing other things, but I'm so glad that I attended. Um, how can people more, learn more about the work that you're doing? Any, and just Vitamix in general? If you'd like to share any links or websites, that'd be great. I mean, the best thing is just Vitamix.com. Okay. And yeah. if you have any further questions, just contacting our corporate office and they'll direct you to the right person. All right. Well, I think it's, it was a pleasure meeting you and, and connecting with you because I'm in awe of, I mean, it's artistic. It's very creative what you put together. And I remember hearing your grandmother talking about you and how you this was your project. And so I think you've done a beautiful job of archiving and giving the experience of what it was like for your past family members have lived there. So congratulations on that great job. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, and thank you for sharing this with my listeners. Oh, you're welcome. Thank I'm you. happy to help. <laughs> You've been listening to the Healthy Lifestyle Solutions podcast with your host, Maya Acosta. If you've enjoyed this content, please share with one friend who can benefit. 
You can also leave us a five-star review at ratethispodcast.com forward slash HLS. This helps us to spread our message. As always, thank you for being a listener.